Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through Wisdom's Eye Ministry of the Holy Spirit. I am your host, Marente Kilan. Today, we are bringing life to yet another scriptural figure, yet another scriptural pattern by the name of Daniel. The Bible lets us know that Daniel intended to seek the Lord. It's so beautifully put in the CEV version, Daniel chapter 9. Um, verse 2 says, I found out from studying the writings of the prophets that the law had said to Jeremiah, Jerusalem will lie in ruins for 17. The beautiful thing here that also Apostle Paul mentions in the New Testament, in the book of Romans, is that what has been written aforetime, what has been written aforetime is for our learning. And Daniel models out that one way to touch the bones of our ancestors. One way to know what God is saying is by looking back at what he has been saying or what he has said before to understand where are we now and what he's saying now. So we are bringing yet this figure. We are bringing that biblical pattern to life today in the episode titled The Intentional Resolve to seek God in prayer. And we have the phenomenal woman of God, Ruby Niels, whom I met while I was working in the Northern Cape in Briska. So today I've invited her to come on and share with the rest of you, with the rest of the audience, to make known to nations the God she behaved in her experience. So I am going to quickly bring Ruby Niels in and have her tell us about her encounter. It is a phenomenal one, as I'm saying, that the ministry of the Holy Spirit intended for you to learn and behold him in the manner that Ruby has and to take home from her encounter what is to build you up as well. Because the scripture promises and Paul emphasizes that when we walk in the manifestations of the Spirit of God, we ought to edify to be so welcome ruby um to the podcast welcome to do wisdom's go. eye Yay. i briefly have Can you, me now? you too much. it worked finally <laughs> <laughs> it's so wonderful to it's see so you it's so nice to see you yes you too this is well sister we ruby, welcome in the to northern Welcome to Through Wisdom's Eye Ministry of the Holy Spirit. Um, the floor is yours. Please introduce yourself to us and you can get into your encounter. There is no order. Okay, yes, I am Ruby Niels. I am from a very small place called Ikel Zwup in the Northern Cape. Yes, you know, when it, when it comes to the things of God, I get so excited. And I was waiting for this podcast for more than a month. So, yes, here we are. Amen. Yes, you know, I started my walk with God, really started my walk with God about 13 years back. Before then, I, I know about God. I was, we went to school, we went to a youth service on Friday. I was raised in a house where youth service on Friday, Sunday, you go to church. My grandparents and my parents, they introduced God to me. So, I know about God. But I knew about God. I didn't know the God, you know, the God of Isaac and Abraham and Jacob, the God of the God of Ruby Niels, 
if I can yeah. put it like that. Your own. So exactly. Yes, my own God. So so yes, I was I was I was still going to church and I was I still I remember when I first started my work with God, I was so excited. I wanted to tell everybody about God, about his love, about his grace. And you know what? I actually thought that is how it's going to be. It's going to be moonlight and roses. But I was mm-hmm. so wrong. You know, things things got I was one time I was so in a in a bad space and I was going really going through a difficult time. And I I wake up this I I took I was busy with 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 word with the word of God and I was reading this verse in, in Genesis three from chapter eight and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and the man mm. and his wife hide themselves from the presence of mm. the Lord and verse nine mm. said but the Lord called to the man and said to him where are you when i read mm. that part i was like in it was like the holy spirit was talking to me ruby where are you you are serving mm. me but where are you you have a relationship with me but where are you and that is at that point i decided i decided but i must start my walk with god i must be intentional with my walk with my walk with god i can't just mm. i can't just uh serve God. You know, serving God was not a wishy-washy business for me. I know that is not the word, but mm. I, 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 can't, <laughs> I, can't serve, I can't serve God by just going with the flow. I have to be intentional about my work with God. And that is when yeah. I, I started this. Uh, I, I have this prayer closet. I set it as, as a time for me and God. Like in, I will get up at five o'clock and I will go to my prayer closet. I will take my Bible and I will just get in the presence of the Lord. And I was doing that for 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 a long time. I think it was more than a month or so. And then one morning, in this God, this thing was so. It was I was getting into a routine with this thing. And one morning, when I when I do do this as usual, it was like the Holy Spirit asked me, "So, uh, you mean this is how you are coming to me?" Come on. If you are going, mm-hmm. I, if you are going to the president, or if you mm-hmm. have an appointment with the doctor or president, will you come? Will you go like this? Your hair mm-hmm. is not combed, your face is mm-hmm. not washed, and mm-hmm. and you are coming to me, the great I am. Do you know who I am? And that was that was that was for me. It, it blew my mind, and mm-hmm. I started now. Again, I started at, at at five o'clock, and I just moved my time now to four. And I will get up in the morning. I will wash yeah. my face. I will I will I will comb my hair, and I will take off my 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 pajamas, and I will just yeah. make intentionally. I will mm-hmm. I will take time and prepare myself. Like wow, I'm I'm going into I'm going to the presence of the Lord now. I'm yeah. going to spend time with God. And for mm. me, that was that was that was really a turnaround in my work with God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm making and, notes, Sister Ruby, because I I I am feeling in my spirit the inspiration I felt the first time you you shared your story with me. It's still the same inspiration that is bubbling up down on the inside of me because you said you heard the Lord ask you, "Where are you?" And oftentimes we miss the reality that the the Bible is the living word of God. And we cannot say we love God without reading the word. And to mm-hmm. love him means allowing his word to shape us. 
because it was by allowing the word of God to shape you that you were able to present yourself to that for me is the beautiful thing that continues to inspire me in your story, that God adjusted your attitude. He said, yes. do you not know who you are coming to? Because if we are not careful with our presentation of ourselves mm. before God, that is where we lose determination. You know, that is where we, we lose our, our, you know, the, the, the sense of understanding and recognizing the value that is connected to our action, you know, because there is value connected to your action to actually go to the Lord, to seek him in this manner. But if you don't understand it, you're going to pop up looking anyhow. So that for mm. me is, 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 is what's beautiful about what you are sharing, but you can continue. Yes, you know, you know, God, God, I, I realize God loves us. He, he really loves us. Mm. And we are so important for God. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you. So if God knows the plans he has for me, that yeah. plans of him is intentional. It is it's not like, nah, we will see tomorrow where does this thing lead us or yeah. this relationship leads us. So he's intentional. You even know the amount, how many hair I have on my head. So how can I just serve God with like, we will just go on with the flow and in, in, in serving mm. And when when I I started to intend intentionally seek God, it mm -hmm. has been it has been so amazing. It has been amazing. It took me to another level. You know, uh, I was going through a really hard time, and I was I was and I was like, Lord, I was here. It's not the exact same thing, but I was here. Why? Why must I go through this thing again? Last Come year on. I went to, now I must go through it again. And you know, this word of the Lord just told me, you know what? First time you failed. You failed. So I have to, we have to remedial this thing. We have to go again to this thing. And I was like, and I was praying and I was crying. I said, Lord, please let me learn my lesson. What you want to teach me? To this, uh, uh, to this challenge that I have, I don't want to repeat this thing anymore because it is so, it is so, uh, it was, it is so hard. And I read in the Bible, I read about that of King Josephat, you know, mm. when he heard that the war is coming to him and Judah and he was so afraid and everything. Come on. And I took that. And you know what he did? I took, the, I took five lessons out of that scripture in two Chronicles 20. You see, you know what uh, King Joseph had, the, he was afraid, he was stressed about that, but he immediately went to God. He immediately seek the presence of God. He was so intentionally seeking God. He, he wasn't like, in, okay, now I know my Lord will come too. I know he mm -hmm. did it again. He did it mm -hmm. previously. So I'm just going to sit and relax and wait for him exactly. to, 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 mm. to do this. But he went and see God. They fasted. Yeah. And he went to he praised God. Before telling him, God, you know, one, two, three is happening. He praised, he worshiped God. And then he just, and he, and after that, he just sat and he was waiting on God. He took, uh -huh. he, he sat in position, waiting for God. And his posi position was on his knees. 
mm-hmm. waiting mm-hmm. for God to answer. So that is that is why it is so important for me not just to take the Bible, not to just to get in the presence of God, not just to read like in pray that uh, pray. I I told my children you must not pray that grocery list prayer. You know that one. I want sugar, oil, oh mayonnaise. No, 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 no. You must be intentional. I love it. <laughs> no grocery shopping list prayer for you. That's so beautiful. Cute. I'm pocketing that one. The grocery list, I'm going to put it in my pocket. Mm. I was actually sharing mm. with my spiritual father a while ago that, you know, since the beginning of the year, I do not recall myself telling God what I you know, coming to his presence with the list to say, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. I always come to the presence of the Lord with this question to what's in your heart? What do you have for me to experience? You know, what what do you have for me? And honestly, it has been life-changing. Of course, in that time, you know, Apostle Paul puts it this way, in, in Philippians 4, that when you when you come before the Lord, you are to rejoice. You know, there's, there's actually a pattern mm-hmm. to approach mm-hmm. him. You must rejoice, mm-hmm. right, in the Lord always. And in your rejoicing, you are to make known to him your request in thanksgiving. And we miss thanksgiving by making it seem and appear as though we are only thankful once we have received physically what yes. we have been asking for. So it's beautiful that you are saying you are even teaching younger generations to not come before God with a grocery list kind of prayer. Tell us more about that. How is it like um, taking what God has taught you and passing it on to the to the younger generation? I'm going to I'm going to call them that. Yes, you know I am so so excited. I when we start, when I started Sunday school well. We were starting with nine kids, and that was two years back. And today we are more than 70. We have to Come divide on. them from age. The, our Sunday school is 30, 30, 40 plus. In the last two weeks, more than 30 kids joined mm. the Sunday school. And wow. it is so amazing. And I have this, mm. this Bible class, like in on, on, on. I'm going on, I'm starting, my week is like this. On Wednesday, I'm going to a prayer meeting. On Tuesday, I'm with, uh, with, with our Bible class. On Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, we are making, we are cleaning the church. On Sunday morning, it's Sunday school. And you know, to, to pour into those little innocent children, it's, 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 it is so amazing. To teach them and to explain to them about the love of God, and you know those kids, they have they have very they their innocence. It's so, and I learned so a lot about them. I had this one child, and I was doing kind and, and able, and I was telling him, you know, God created Adam and Eve, and they had two children, and mm-hmm. what what. And when I was done with my, he was like, Sister, you said that God uh, uh, created Adam and Eve. I said, Yes, they have two children. Eh? I said, Yes. Now, where does your mother's, 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 mother's come from? If there was only those two. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so I had to go and explain to them that, you know what, God, he put Eden. Eden, is, yeah. he, put, uh, he put the garden into Eden, which means Eden yeah. was not, yeah. it was not only so the garden. So you had to literally, yeah, you had to literally yes. sit and explain. 
and explain to them. And you know, with the skis, you must be very, you must, you must prepare yourself. And in yeah. preparing myself for the lessons, then is when God revealed things to me. It is when God, and it's like I'm preparing myself to teach them. But in the meantime, yeah. God is teaching me. God is opening up the word for me. You know, I asked my husband, I, you know, I'm a police official. And I asked my husband, can't I resign? Because I want to do this thing every day. I want, I want to get in the presence of the Lord. I, I get up at four o'clock. So at six o'clock, I must prepare. I must wash myself and go to, I must be at work at half past seven. And when it comes to six o'clock, I'm still busy in the word of God. And I was like, I don't want to go. I love my job. I really love my job. But I love my God more. I want to spend time with my God more. But because I'm working now at six, I have to stop. And I just yeah. have to go on uh, getting yeah. ready for, for work. But you know what? God is so great. God is so beautiful. So amazing. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Sister Ruby, because now you are opening a different direction to the conversation, you know, because you have um, you have mastered the art of being intentional in your pursuit, in your approach, in your attitude towards God. And you have experienced him to continue to fill you with himself in that time, such that pouring it to, to children at Sunday school is is beginning to bear fruit because the minute you say you started with nine kids now you have you are at 70 plus kids and god has entrusted you with all of that because you continue coming back to him tell us about what does it mean for you to continue to come back to this place of seeking god how do you maintain the the, the intentionality the, the determination in your mind that this is my time with god as you are saying that you you spend time with god from four o'clock in the morning but when you have to prepare for your secular job you you get caught between because they're like yes i love both but the love for my god mm. is greater and it's propelling me to do great things, impactful, meaningful things in the lives of the children that are so innocent that God has trusted me. You know, you know what? We will never master serving God. Yeah. Never. We will never master serving God. We must learn to apply new ways every day mm -hmm. in intentionally in, in serving God. And for me, it's like in... To serve God, to serve God like 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 that, it's it's it's. I can't get enough of God, really. I can't get enough. Of, I can't get. I'm getting so excited now because I'm so I'm so passionate when it comes to the things of God. I can't get enough of God. If the time that I spend, twenty four hours a day, it's it's, it's for me. It's it's. I need more than that. I need more yeah. hours in the day because now I'm doing, I'm getting up at 12 o'clock and then I will be at work. But during the day, I will, I will listen to, 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 uh, music, sermons. worship music mm -hmm. and spending sermons and teachings of God. But then I can't wait to get in the presence of God. I can't wait to get back to, to, yeah. to, 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 being, to being in the presence with God. And you know, mm -hmm. there are days, it's not like every day. I'm just excited and it's just going like that. There are days that I'm feeling, Lord, I can't. Not today. Not today. I just feel like I can I can just come in. And you know, there are days that I just come to his presence. I just get in my clothes and I will, and I will be just like in. 
Mm. Lord, I just want to breathe out. I just mm. want to, I just want to, to, to breathe out. And then, you know, God is just opening the same word. He will get me, I will get the word every day. And mm. sometimes the word repeats and I will just get into that word. And God will, you know what is amazing about God? He knows what we need. Even if I open this book, the Bible and, and I want to read, maybe I will read in, in, in Psalms because I love Psalms. But then I will go back maybe to chop and I will go to mm. to, 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 to Genesis or wherever and God will give me a word for that day. I will yeah. get my word for that day. Yeah. So it's, it's I think I, I love what you are saying that we employ new ways to seek God. And it's so that touched home for me because um, I've had a season in my life where I thought the instruction that God gave me was to go and do exactly what I did in the previous season. You know, the Lord had instructed me to go back to the lifestyle of, of, of intercession. And for a long time, I thought that meant I must spend as much time in the place of intercession as I used to when I was still at university. And the Lord revealed to me through understanding that I, I, I merely meant go back to the, go back to the position of waiting because that's what intercession is. It's the place of waiting before. Because we, all of, we oftentimes take this understanding that we must always be the one to come with something to say. And I love the fact that you are raising that sometimes you come into the presence of the Lord and you exhale. And the minute you breathe out, you breathe in all that contains God. And you that's where you pick up. You know, that's where you go again. That's where you are, you know, you, you are strengthened. Maybe that is what um the book of Isaiah meant when um when he said those that wait on the Lord find new strength. Maybe he meant those that wait because they get into the presence of God, they exhale until they've inhaled the breath of God. Then that becomes their strength. Maybe that is what he meant. I'm just thinking about it as we speak. Because oftentimes we are so you know that grocery list you, you are talking about. Sometimes with I think it's not just the list itself. But the understanding that we must come to God and say something, you know. Mm. But mm. We, we have, even in, in, in King Jehoshaphat that you have shared, he got before the Lord and he just placed the letter that he received. He told God, he gave it to him to say, mm. here is what people are saying about you. Mm. And I have done this mm. and you can do whatever you want with that. So part of what you are speaking of is so crucial for us and it's so fundamental because when we are speaking, we have no room to hear what God has to say. And if we are holding our breath, you know, so fixated on, on what we cannot control or what we could not change or complain about what had happened in our days, we are, we are missing out on the fresh breath. Of course. Yes, yes, yeah. that is so too, you know. I, I'm teaching my kids. I said, you know, the most important thing that God wants from us is a relationship. You want Come a on. relationship with him. Yes, you can. And in a relationship, you can't just talk the whole time. Blah, 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 blah. You can't. You must, you must be still and wait for the next person to share something or to teach or to do something. You see, mm-hmm. in my worship uh, with God, we cannot be uh, occasionally. I can't just go about my feelings. Shoo, I don't feel like today. 
So my my worship we can cannot be occasionally or determined by my circumstances. Come on. Mm. We we can't be like that. I can't if I if I, if I have a relationship with God. Ne, it's like a relationship with my husband. We are turning twenty twenty years of marriage on the fourteenth wow. of November, and wow. I have learned a lot, a lot, a uh-huh. lot. A lot about so I know how our relationships work. I think I know how it works. <laughs> but but you have to. You can't just receive. I can't just come with my grocery list. God, I want one, two, three, one, two, three. What about what, Lord? What do you want? You want me to do? What can I do for you today? And and mm-hmm. you know what, Lord? Okay, this is happening. So I must take a step back. This is happening in my mm-hmm. life. I must take a step back and just see. Why God is allowing something to happen? Why is He allowing something to happen? And what does what what area in my life does I need mm-hmm. to be to? Uh, I need to you you know this English. What area in my life do I need? Yes, to surrender. But yeah. but you know God is so good. Worship mm-hmm. to God must be deliberate and intentional. Really, I must, mm-hmm. I must make a plan. I have this thing in my in my mind, like in date night with God. I must mm-hmm. be excited to 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 be yeah. to go to in His presence. I must go with with with. I must God. What are you going to tell me today? What do you want me to teach me today? What mm-hmm. what? And you know, God is speaking to us every day, but mm-hmm. we are not. Sometimes we are not connected. Yeah. To hear the, the 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 voice of God, you know, I was mm-hmm. I was I'm telling this thing to my kid. I said, you know, it's it's a very simple thing. I was still at the detective services, and I I went to the R that the morning, early six o'clock in the morning, and I was, and I was in a hurry because I was late. I must be there at half past seven, and it's a two-hour drive, and I was getting in the bathroom. I was taking tissues, and it's like I heard the Holy Spirit asking me, "Do you think that toilet paper will be enough?" And I was laughing. I was, I was, I was standing. Literally, I was standing there, and I was laughing. I, I was like, "Okay, God, if you say it won't be enough, I will take this whole roll." And I was, and I took it, and I went, I went to the house. Believe me, I needed that whole toilet paper that day. And I was, and you know, I believe that we have, we are serving a God with humor. And I was, when of I course. drive, I was driving. I was laughing. I was like, "Yo, God, you." Ah, and I think we oftentimes miss God because we think he sounds like what we have heard in movies, you know, this big audible voice that that causes the, everything to just shake. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. scripture defines and describes that it has the capacity to do that, but it often comes in a much more subtle and simple way to us. And you know, Jesus emphasizes it. He says, my sheep know my voice. And you know when God speaks. And and you are mentioning a couple of key elements that helped you um, fine tune your recognition of God's voice. Because as you are saying that you were in a hurry, but then, the ministry of the Holy Spirit asked a question and you were able to recognize who's speaking. And oftentimes we don't only struggle with recognizing that we can hear God, but we struggle to recognize 
his voice. You know, even though scripture says we care, but through determined, through resolved prayer, through specific activities, through deliberate attitude, through deliberate worship, through revelation, through discipline, we are able to fine-tune our ability to recognize God's voice because he is speaking like you are saying. So, Sister Ruby, I want us to now do something that is just, you know, a summary of what you have shared with us. I mean, you mentioned a lot of key things that guided your journey, and you have always somehow been able to recognize the voice of God. What would you recommend to be the three top things, you know, that help you stay, that help you remain in this relationship with God? You know, Sister Bali, the three main things, I think the first thing will be the word of God. You don't have to see to believe it. Take yeah. God on his promises. Take God. Mm -hmm. You know, God is not a man that he will lie. Mm -hmm. If you can't, if you, for your relationship with God is like it, take, take, uh, take God on his word. Yeah. His word is amen. Yes, and it is amen. And if you have your, if you're angry, you can get your grip on the word of God. That mm -hmm. is, that is really, that will, when, when, when the storms comes, that will, will keep you. That will keep you. Your word, yeah. your, your, the word of God. And you know, the other thing is, I used to think that, I used to think that, uh, uh, I used to think that, wow, God, uh, you, I am this person and that person. How can you love me? Mm. Knowing that, you said before I was born, you knew me. You knew I will do one, two, three, but you still loved me. And, you know, I realized that, no, it's not about me. It's about God. Yeah. So put God first in everything. Everything that you do must be of because of God. How you want to please God. How you want to see God. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. Even if you go into a storm, ask God, yeah. what is it? Why is he allowing that storm? So the storm it will, must be for the purpose of him. For his glory and for his mm. So it is it is important the word of God. And yeah. it's not remember, it's not about you. Anything that happens or anything that you must do, it's not about you, it's about God. Yeah. Put God first in everything. Yeah. Because we made a choice to serve God. And mm -hmm. that choice is it's because of him, it's because God is God. Not the Ruby is uh, Ruby. We must put yeah. God first. And, and, and that is the three things for me. Whatever happens, even in the smallest thing, don't just know God when things are getting hard or when mm. you when God comes through for you. Even know yeah. God and thank God and praise God for the no's. Don't just rejoice mm. for the yeses. But even mm. rejoice for the no's because that knows it's you know, all things is working together for the good. Come on. So my sister, yes, that is the word of God. Seek yeah. God, put him first in everything you do and mm. believe in his word. His word is yeah. yes and amen. Yeah. yeah, that's so beautiful, Sister Ruby. And with, without spoiling your word, I'm touched in my spirit 
by put God first. It's not about you. And Jesus says that in Matthew 13 as well, when he is talking about the parable of the sower, that the seed that fell on the side of the road and the seed that fell on, on good ground and rocky ground is no different. It's the same seed. And all those seeds, they had challenges. They had the opposition. And the opposition was not because that the ground was special or anything. Opposition was because of the word of God. So we must recognize it is about God. That is why Jesus himself says, I am not doing anything in my own accord. I am doing it because my father said I must do it. So glory is not for me. He says, I don't seek my own glory. And I, the reason this is so, um, it hits close to home for me is because that is the present ministry of the Holy Spirit in this time that it is not about you. And we have made the calling of God. We have made the gift of salvation. We have made the gift that is the Holy Spirit and the gifts of him, self, the Holy Spirit. We have made it about us. We have made it about us. We have mm. put ourselves first. And that is the beginning of pride. When we take pride and delight in wrong things, that is when we begin to disobey God. That is when we begin to think we know better. That's mm. when we stop relying on the Holy Spirit to continue to teach us, to continue to pull us to God. So that in itself is very, very important because it's about him. You know, Matthew 13 is about the sower, but we always see ourselves that I am the seed that fell on good ground or I am the good soil. It's about, did you see God? You know, that is why when we miss God through his word, when we miss God through following, through walking obedient um, to his word, God will reveal himself through circumstances, exactly as you are saying. that. You said to God, why am I experiencing the same thing again? And God ministered to you that you did not learn the first time. So now circumstances are teaching you about God. When God wanted you to learn about him through instruction. When he says, do this, take more toilet paper, you take more toilet paper. You know? and, and oftentimes we miss the revelation of, of God because you are saying that you learned that God has a sense of humor and and some that's something that's new to people who think god is so serious and wants religion mm. out of us mm. you have a revelation of a god who wants relationship who wants you to come to him looking like you know where you are going not like you were pulled by force so mm. there's an attitude adjustment that we have to carry if we are to walk intentionally before God, because everything he has done for us was intentional. I love that. So you have shared with us three key things. What's the one thing, Sister Ruby? What's the one attribute? What's the one factor that, should, that is unchanging in your life that you would like to pass on to someone listening? The one yes, you thing know, that is unchanging. The one thing for me, it's, there's a lot, but the one thing for me that stands out is like it, the God of yesterday 
the yeah. God is the same as today and he will be mm-hmm. the same tomorrow. It's ever yeah. changing. It will never change. It yeah. doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter who is coming or going in and out of my life or what is happening. Mm-hmm. The God, he is the God of the mountain. He's the God of yesterday, today and forevermore. He yeah. will be forever, forever. So mm-hmm. that is God that is one thing. You will never change, never. Mm. And the way that he loves me, you know, I am so special. I am to die for, you know. Come on now. I am to die for. <laughs> Literally. Die for and, <laughs> yes. And if we, if, we, if we can get that one of thought that, you know, God, God loves me. God loves, he really loves me. Mm. And I have to, it doesn't matter what happens, I just have to hold on. He will never change in that he loves me. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, we often quote John 3.16, that for God so loved the world. Mm. But we often think the world is there. But the world is outside. (laughs) We never say, I am the world, you know, because Mm. even if I was the only one, he would have died for me. It doesn't change. And I love that because we oftentimes miss the revelation of the love of God. And Christ stood as the son of God to say the father loves the son. So amongst everything else that we have been given, we have received, we have received a love from a God that does not change. And if he doesn't change, then what he has provided for us cannot change also. It's the same mercy. You know, the the prophet, when he laments, he says, his mercies are new each morning. You know, they are ever new. He never runs out of mercy. And if we hold on to that, then there is hope. You know, that's why I'm saying that this is so beautiful. And in its beauty, there is, Hidden in it, um, Sister Ruby, is the Holy Spirit witnessing in you. Because when we receive Christ as our Lord, when we we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, he never leaves. He's there to stay. And whether you are in your closet or outside of it, he is there. Yours is to know his voice and always put your ear towards him and let him lead you. In, in as simple as drink water now, you drink water because we are led by love and we are to be obedient to the Holy Spirit because he is who we are given now to lead us and fulfill what God is doing in us, through us, for his glory. So that for me is, is, is a beautiful thing. I am so happy. And thank you for allowing me to steal your time and, you know, being obedient to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, because I've shared with you that I was in my personal time. I don't call it a closet, but then I think I'm going to start calling it that. (laughs) I was in my personal time, in my intimate walk with the Lord when he when he instructed me to say I've handpicked a ruby and this is what you must talk about with her and that is the privilege that when scripture says the father who hears its secret will reward 
This is what Jesus means. The reward is the opportunity to witness of him. Because he says to his disciples in Acts 1, that wait here to receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, fire, and upon receiving, he will witness of me and you will become my witnesses with him. So we are witnesses of Christ Amen. and the accomplished work of the cross. And God in his mercy by the Holy Spirit handpicks us one by one. So with those Amen. words, I am grateful and I bless the Lord for what he is doing in your life and the grace to multiply what God is doing in you, what he is teaching you the grace to multiply that. May God continue to bless you and smoothen your path, clear everything that many generations, that nations may know your path. That's one thing Amen. that's laid in my heart for you, that nations must know your path. Amen. And Amen. those nations, Sister Ruby, are beginning in those 70 plus children. Those Amen. are nations. They are nations. Nations are not everything you know the concept of nations we have is not the same as the concept god has in what he is doing mm -hmm. so the nations are those children because god is building mm -hmm. upon mm -hmm. them through the grace that lay, that is resting upon your life so with those short words thank you so much it's been an honor to host <laughs> you it's been an honor for me to learn from you personally as well that bali you have got some corrections to do Take the call of God serious. Take the fact that God calls you my daughter mm -hmm. serious. Take salvation serious. So thank you so much, Sister Ruby. Do you have mm -hmm. any last words before I let you go? Amen. No, Stabale. I, I, I want to thank you very much for this opportunity. You know, like I said, I'm from the small town in Kelsworth. And you know, God was using you. It was, he was really using you. Before this, I didn't even know how does the podcast work. <laughs> and today, Hi. <laughs> so God is good and may, uh, may the Lord bless you and your ministry. Amen. Really, Amen. I, it, it was an honor. And it was so nice to see you. Yes. This whole time, I mean, I think it's beautiful to speak to someone that you are actually seeing because there is glory in that, you know, because even God, even though we, our spiritual eyes cannot see it oftentimes, but when we come before him, he's literally looking at us like, say, okay, okay, okay. And though we hear him, but can't see him, he is there, you know, so th this is the beauty of having a community where we can share all these things. And I'm glad that you learned about podcasting. It's beautiful and we bless the Lord. And that's all that we had in store for you viewers today. God bless you. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. Amen.